Hi, and welcome to Extra Serving, an award-winning Nations Restaurant News podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie, here with a special bonus episode. While the team may be off through the holidays, we decided to drop in two extra interviews for you, our lovely listeners. This week's interview is with Michael McGill, the president of Bobby's Burgers. McGill spoke with Joanna Fantosi about scaling a small footprint, labor efficiencies, and how Bobby Flay's brand is evolving. Enjoy the episode, and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I guess if you, we could just start off a little bit broadly. Uh, could you tell me a bit about your background and how you came to the company? I have more than 30 years of, ex- of years of senior level experience in the restaurant industry, both domestic and globally, and have led the development for several brands. Um, before coming on with Bobby's Burgers by Bobby Flay, I held C-suite level positions. I was living in Jakarta, Indonesia, and one of the companies I was with was um, PT Mitra Adi Prakasa which is the group responsible for licensing and operating global brands in Indonesia, such as Starbucks, Starbucks, Pizza Express, Cold Stone Creamery, Paul Bakery, and more. Um, Before that, I was vice president of international for Krispy Kreme, where I led an expansive growth plan for the brand um, that included our entry into the African, Central American, and South American markets. And then additionally, I was president of international for Kahala Brands, where I oversaw the global growth for concepts such as Coldstone Creamery and Blimpy. Um, so currently, um, I'm the president of Intelligration Capital BB, which is the franchising company for Bobby's Burgers by Bobby Flay. And my responsibilities include overseeing various departments and then also um, leading the franchise initiative to scale the brand nationwide. Okay, great. And I guess, what do you think uh, sets the brand apart? I feel like uh, burger brands are having a moment uh, in the restaurant universe these days. Uh, So what do you think, I guess, sets Bobby's Burgers apart besides uh, Bobby Flay himself, of course? You know, I I think what differentiates us in the competitive burger, you know, QSR fast casual segment is that, you know, we've really taking a lot of time in the proof of concept and, and we're leaning towards offering our guests, you know, whether it's in-person delivery, pickup, you know, a consistently elevated burger quality and restaurant experience. Um, when we were working on the ideation for Bobby's Burgers, we really wanted to rethink the burger restaurant experience. And immediately we focused on kind of engineering a brand that played some modern consumer trends, um, simplicity in ordering, efficiency in pickup, Uh, delivery or in restaurant dining and kind of infusing technology to foster all facets of the business from operations to customer engagement and to marketing. Okay, great. And Uh, I think, um, you know, and and sorry, I interrupt you. One of the things I think the brand really sets itself apart that we really focused on was from other burger concepts in the category was really the thoughtfulness that we put in the kitchen design, the flexibility, the footprint, you know, maximizing um, its potential by utilizing innovative kitchen equipment and really creating a systematic process for cooking the food. Yeah, for sure. Could you tell me a little bit more about that uh, efficiency and and flexibility uh, within the restaurants? Sure, absolutely. Um, So the restaurants themselves are designed to be, you know, efficient and less costly to build. You know, as I said, the kitchen was in the forefront of our minds when we laid the groundwork for the franchise. Um, and with each location, we've made enhancements that continue to prove effective in our proof of concept. 
you know, one of the things that we look at is, you know, our unique double-sided grill, which can cook a perfect medium cooked burger in less than three minutes. So that allows our high traffic locations to make, you know, more than 300 burgers in an hour. You know, also in terms of the footprint of the kitchen, really the heart of the restaurant itself is really about 400 square feet. So we're really focused on, you know, time in motion in terms of our, our team members within the store, what they needed to do, the less movements to be more effective. They're really using that compact design so that as we looked at models, whether non-traditional, inline, end cap, or standalone, you know, that 400 square feet in terms of the actual cooking that goes on in the restaurant was really the footprint for everything we had moving forward. Yes, and, and how would you say that, how does that small kitchen design make it easier to scale and for you to kind of uh, achieve kind of your franchising goals that you have in mind for the brand? So I, I think it allows us a, a tremendous amount of flexibility and versatility when you look at models. You know, our, 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 one of our initial locations, you know, in Caesars Palace in Las Vegas is about, you know, 400 square feet. And so there are shared services involved in that, in that location outside of that 400. But I think what it allows us to do is when we're looking at locations that come to the forefront, you know, it really, that smaller footprint of our build allows us for more access to real estate areas, as well as opportunity to making sure that we're being extremely efficient on costing staffing issues while still, you know, producing an excellent product and, you know, the ultimate burger experience that we're delivering to customers. Great. Um, and so something that obviously plagues operators these days is, is labor retention. So how are you kind of utilizing both the design of the restaurants and, uh, and, and, and maybe any tweaks that you or the team has made uh, to address uh, labor efficiencies? You know, we've really taken into account, you know, again, with the footprint design, um, you know, the, the pain point that's out there right now of, you know, hiring and wage increases and staffing the locations, you know, it's, it's a very real issue in the industry. And as it's been at the forefront of our minds to alleviate that burden as much as possible. And so what we've tried to do is, you know, within our training platform, you know, cross training throughout all the locations um, and making sure that we have people who can be multifaceted and can work different stations within that, you know, that combined 400 square feet. And I think then with that, that flexibility, um, and I think also the opportunity for individuals to, you know, work from one station to another, I think that allows us and it will allow the franchisee operators moving forward to really be diligent in how who they're hiring and how they can train and maximize those individuals within our team to make sure they're delivering that experience and making sure that it's you know, within their business model as well. Mm-hmm. Can you give us kind of examples of of what these efficiencies might look like on a day-to-day basis, especially with kind of only needing a, a smaller staff to, uh, to to take out the tasks needed in and out of the kitchen? Sure, I think, think you know, one of the things that allows us, if you're looking at our backline specifically, is the opportunity for, you know, one person can run our grill. So basically, you know, we have one person that can pump out several hundred um, burgers within an hour. And that's just from the technology of our, our, of our double-sided grill that we have. And so that person's able to really focus in that one area. You know, we have another individual that can handle all of the, you know, the fry, our, our hand battered onion rings that we have, or our, um, you know, veggie burgers that we have within the, on the menu as well. And then kind of another person that really is kind of that, that, that 
window person that can kind of make sure that transition from the actual cooking line to the front of the house who's delivering that order um, is extremely effective. So I think what it allows us to do is that, you know, in high volume times, we can add those individuals as needed to making sure that we're maximizing the opportunity from a sales and revenue standpoint from our customers that are coming in in those busiest periods. But then I think also what it allows us to do in those times where, you know, things are a little slower than um, in those down periods during the day, it allows us to be able to one person to work multi, multi-faceted locations. So I think, again, you can maximize your labor, whether it's on a, you know, a, a busier footprint or on those times when maybe it's not as busy. Mm-hmm. And now, is this something that has evolved over time or have you guys always operated with a smaller, within usually smaller footprint and staff? You know, we were extremely diligent when we were putting the brand together and developing the concept that, you know, we wanted to make sure that it was economically feasible for our for our franchisees as we grew the brand out. And, you know, we developed this concept, you know, during the pandemic, post-pandemic. So I think it allowed us the opportunity to really kind of take a look at the environment and where the industry was moving. And so that we were able to really kind of move quickly and then create this engine that was able, that would be able to be replicated, um, you know, for our franchise operators as they move forward. Um, and what are some of, the, on the flip side of that, what are some of the challenges uh, of, of having maybe that, that, uh, that smaller footprint and uh, more efficient staff, if, if any? Yeah, I don't see it as a challenge. I see it as a great opportunity because I think what, what that allows us to do is, um, again, I, from a real estate standpoint, it gives us a, a tremendous amount of flexibility, you know, as we um, are able to look at real estate in the market. You know, with the menu being streamlined, you know, it also allows us to, um, you know, deliver that great experience, you know, have a have a, a, a fair amount of SKUs that we provide and, you know, fewer SKUs to manage. And the menu is you know, economically op- optimized for a better return. So I, I really see a tremendous amount of benefits and the flexibility that, that it provides for us and then our franchisee community and, and how we um, operate and then potentially how we can replicate and scale the brand moving forward. Great. Now, when did you join the brand again? I joined the brand in January of this year. Okay, great. Um, and so what were your goals when you joined and kind of what would you say are some of your accomplishments that, that you're excited about uh, this year as we round out? Sure. Too? You know, I, I think um, officially launching our franchise in this initiative was one of the key moments in 2022. Um, and then you know, prior to that, we opened our third location in Las Vegas, which is in the Paris Resort Cas- Casino in Las Vegas. Um, and then after that, in August, we opened our Atlantic City location. So that was our fifth location within the system overall. So I think, you know, what we've been able to do, the team really this year has been able to focus on adding improvements, not only to the kitchens and operations, but further, you know, look at these locations and advance the consistency and the customer experience. Um, and, you know, I, one of the, the most recent um, kind of accomplishments for us and, and big moments was we signed our first licensing agreement. So we'll be opening at Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport in Q1 of next year. So it's a fantastic location that will allow travelers from all over the country to enjoy the Bobby's Burgers by Bobby Flay experience. And um, so that's exciting from that side. And, and I think lastly, really, you know, we laid the groundwork for strategic expansion this year and we really kind of set the stage for what we want to do in 2023 and 
you know, one of our goals for next year is to bring, you know, our, our open a, a flagship traditional location in one of our target markets that, you know, we can get into the communities and bring Bobby's Burgers by Bobby Flay to more neighborhoods and more communities around the country so more people can experience it. Wonderful. Um, and so as you scale, where, what markets are you looking in, at getting into next? So um, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte is a big market for us. We're looking there. Um, Chicago, Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, Denver, Phoenix, Las Vegas. Um, you know, those are kind of those are the initial target markets that we've, um, we've kind of spearheaded. But, you know, really what we're looking for, Joanna, is, you know, if we have sophisticated, successful multi-unit operators that come to us and are excited about the opportunities with, with Bobby's Burgers, then, um, you know, we'll look to see it if that's the right fit. And, and we're open to grow in many more markets around the country than just what I mentioned. Um, and so I'm curious, would you ever consider scaling using ghost kitchens? You know, it, it's something that we've, we've discussed internally. I think initially our focus, though, is that we really want to focus on the, the traditional segment. And um, so I think we want to, I think once we build that foundation, I said, then we'll, we'll look potentially at opportunities, but initially our focus is more the traditional route. Um, and uh, so you mentioned before some improvements and enhancements that, that have been added. Uh, could you give a bit more color on that? Sure. So when we opened our first location um, in Caesars Palace um, in Las Vegas, we actually... It, it was a second generation location for us. And so we initially kind of took on some of the, um, you know, kitchen setup and layout from the previous uh, brand that was there. And so with each location that we opened, we actually have been able to take down kind of our first, you know, uh, first kind of white paper and, and have a blank sheet to work from. And our Paris location that opened in March of this year was really the first location that we were able to, you know, kind of take a, a blank space and align our um, back of the house layout that we were looking for. Um, so we were able to do that there. And as we kept continued for each location, Atlantic City being another, we're kind of learning with each location that we open um, the improvements that we can make in one area or another. So whether that's flow of in the kitchen or setup of certain equipment. So I think we're extremely excited as we have opened each location. We've seen those efficiencies improve not only um, you know, for our, um, for our employees at work, but also for our customers that are getting that experience at the end result. Yeah, for sure. And I'm curious, kind of, as, as you joined the team this year, um, is it different, would, would you say, is it different kind of working with a celebrity chef like Bobby Flay, as opposed to perhaps kind of like more traditional branding, working with a burger restaurant? Is it, does uh, it enhance, any, enhance anything or, 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 have, or is there a different experience operationally? You know, one of the things that really attracted me to this opportunity is that, you know, this is truly a chef, a true chef driven concept. Um, and really, you know, the opportunity to work like something like Bobby, who is, you know, dedicated to excellence and everything that he does was extremely important to me. Um, you know, he is the R&D department for this brand. You know, he is involved in all parts of the business. We just did a, um, a, a recent photo shoot um, for some some new exciting things we have coming out with a brand. And Bobby was involved in the storyboarding process. Um, so he is intimately involved in the concept. And, that, and that's great to see. And for me, that's extremely important, um, you know, as we forego and continue to grow this brand moving forward. 
Great. Um, and finally, um, if, if you give me, what, what are you most excited about with, uh, with the brand these days and moving forward, I guess, as we head into 2023? What I'm most excited about is, you know, <laughs> the, one of the reasons too I came to this concept is the food. Um, you know, I've been very blessed in my career um, to work with some, you know, tremendous iconic brands that are, you know, first class in terms of their part of the industry that they're in. And, you know, our food quality stands alone in terms of what we do. It's always food first and foremost, and the quality um, that, you know, Bobby puts behind it and that we put behind it. And so what I'm excited to really see next year is that, you know, the ability for people to really experience, you know, the differentiators in the brand, you know, it being a true chef driven concept, the, the culinary creativity that Bobby has, um, you know, that's really important. And I think I'm excited about seeing that spread throughout the country and just see the reactions of people that I've seen in our existing locations now and, and share that out. You know, we're really looking to shake up the industry. Um, there really hasn't been something new and fresh and different in the industry in quite some time. And we feel that, you know, we provide that. And I think we're going to be able to do that on multiple levels. And, you know, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to the next year is helping to, you know, continue to grow this with our tremendous team and, and grow this with, you know, the entrepreneurs that are out there that, you know, want to be part of, part of something special. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had the opportunity to uh, to try the Bobby's Burger. I believe the 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 Crunch Burger. I think it was the one with the yes the original one with the potato chips. Um, uh, when I was at Yankee Game this summer. So oh, fantastic! That's great. You know, <laughs> that's 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 a great thing. I love about Bobby. You know, he's it's in he's so you know texture and taste is such an important combination when he creates these menu items, and so. So just like you said, the, the signature crunch burger having potato chips on it and people kind of look at you, really potato chips? And we, we rolled out a, a breakfast menu and we, when we opened Paris earlier this year and there's a Bobby's breakfast burrito on it, you know, and it's scrambled eggs and American cheese and bacon, Bobby's sauce and avocado, tomato salsa and, and potato chips. And, and people are just like potato chips. And I'm like, try it. It's just like having hash browns. So it's, you know, it, it's really great to see, um, you know, the, the culinary creativity that Bobby has. And, you know, obviously his reputation speaks for itself. And, you know, for us to be able to bring this, um, not everybody has had the opportunity to go to Amafi or Mesa Grill or any, any other of Bobby's, you know, tremendous concepts. And I think that's another thing that really excites me is that, you know, we're going to be able to bring this to, you know, all parts of the country. Um, you know, and this menu was really inspired by Bobby's travels around the U.S. and you know, the people that he's met and the experiences he's, he's had. And we feel that this really captures and represents the, you know, his favorite taste, along with the people and places he's met as he's traveled around the country. Great. Well, we look forward to uh, to seeing where the brand goes next. Um, and I think then that's all the questions I have. Thank you so much, Michael, for uh, for joining us for Extra Serving. I really appreciate it. Well, Joanna, I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. And we look forward to, uh, you know, spreading the Bobby's Burgers by Bobby Flay love around the country.